morning. Good morning. My name is Chan Choi. I'm a professor here in Mies. I'm serving UCH water at the Sipester. And actually, this is my second time to visit here. I've been here, when was that, before pandemic, when we had a baptism for a queen, right? So I was here with Pastor Emily. So actually, this is my second time to be here, but first time to preach. So I'm a little nervous and anxious, more than you all, but I'm so excited. which means blessing to you, all right? So as you can see, Korean is my mother tongue and English is my second language. So there's so many ways to start uh, the new year, and I know you have your own traditions, but sometimes people set the goal for the year, so-called New Year's resolution. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. All right, so uh, I prepared the picture all right, here's a 10, top 10 New Year's resolutions that people use to choose. So let's check out how many of them are on your list too. So here's a 10, and uh, I'm gonna read it for you. Get organized and help others and learn something new and got, get out of debt and more family times and enjoy life more and quit drinking, lose weight, and quit smoking and exercise. All right, here's the questions. How many things on your list? For me, there's eight. All right, that's a lot. All right, I'm not going to share what these two are out of my list, but let me think about it. You know what, if I keep and adding all of eight things on my list, What's the problem? I wouldn't keep any of them, right, correct? So, and you know what? Only 8% of resolution made are actually kept. And some research said 12%, which is promising, but only 8% of resolutions kept uh, as it is. So you may experience to be disappointment in yourself who gave up on the resolution before the end of January. It's common. And you know what? The exercise was the top of my New Year's resolution list, but I am already joining 92%, which means I failed. <laughs> You're not the only one who failed it, but it's okay. So I Googled and found this interesting article, 16 reasons why New Year's resolutions and you know what, it's been at the top of the search list, so I'm not the only one who wondered why I always fail. And it gave me comfort. So I'm not going to share all 16 reasons why we fail to keep it, but here is the biggest reasons why most New Year's resolutions fail. You know what you want, but you don't know why you want it. 
let's think about my goal of regular exercise. There are many reasons for this goal, like for a healthier life or boosting my energy for my ministry. However, it doesn't fully explain why. A strong why that motivates me to keep working hard and moving forward to the goal. And the writer of this article encouraged me to forget about my, any perceived notions and be true to yourself. Here's a point. Be yourself. That's the reason why we have this sermon series, Me Time, right? Which is about who I am and who you are and who we are. By learning about ourselves, we could be motivated to be the best version of ourselves, the true self, and the uniquely gifted. And by learning about each other, we can become a community that works for the common good and support each other during this faith journey. So I hope this message helps you to see who you are and the gifts they uniquely received from God that makes you beautiful and unique. Amen? So today's passage is a part of the pastoral letter from Apostle Paul to the Corinthian church. And even though this small and newborn community of faith they, they are very small and newborn community of faith. They were passionate about living and following the teaching of Jesus Christ. I'm pretty sure they would also set some sort of goal to be an awesome community of faith. So they would set some of goals like delivering the good news and caring for each other and sharing their goods. Sadly, it wasn't easy to make the changes in a day as we all have experienced. There are still many issues, and there were some sort of divisions over their socioeconomic status and different understanding of worship and other rituals, and discrimination at the Holy Communion and lawsuit among believers, and the argument regarding the right use and understanding of spiritual gifts. That's what we can see from this letter. So the Apostle Paul keeps highlighting the unity in Christ as the children of God who are created in the same image of God. This is the first step to learn about who I am. We are created in the image of God. So here is interesting scientific uh, research and its result. As you can see from this, all human beings are 99.9% genetically similar to each other. All right, let's look at each other, someone next to you, and check on how you are similar. I know, it's hard to believe it, right? But the research says our entire genetic code would occupy come 262,000 pages, and only 500 pages would be unique to us. All right, only 500 pages, and 0.01 person. And today's summer title comes from it. So 99.9% .9 plus 0.01 persons. So I'll focus on that 0.01 persons. There's 500 pages that make us unique. But let us think about 99.9% .9 .9 first. So while we are focusing on the things or conditions that those are visible or tangible, we used to ignore the truth of 99.9%. .9 we are the same human beings who are created in the same image of God. 
So as you can see from today's passage, especially from verses 4 through 6, Apostle Paul highlighted the same Spirit, the same Lord, and same God that can be found in different gifts and services and ministries that were offered by each individual. When focused on the truth of 99.9%, we can respect each other as a one who possesses the same image of God, right? And we can love each other as Jesus did for all of us, and we can work together as one body through the same work of the Holy Spirit. So, one more time, let's look at each other. And do you see the same image of God as you have? All right. You need to pay attention to find it. Whenever you find the act of kindness, an act of service, an act of caring, that's from God's nature. Without God's image, we cannot have those kind of activities. And, in my, and it's so important. You highlighted and expressed your thanks and gratitude from that image from each other. That's a really important motivation that makes you keep going and doing and becoming like Jesus as his disciples. Amen? So it's about to talk about 0.01 person, which makes us unique and special. So while I was preparing today's message, I followed and observed Viang, who is my uh, better half, for three days. Viang is here. I think 14 years of marriage would be enough to report how we are different, but you know, I don't like to list up the significance of that 0.01 person's difference. And uh, here is a result of the here so I should be careful to share so where to start so this one is easy so Viang is a night owl but I'm a morning person and Viang loves light coffee but I prefer to have strong dark coffee all right and Viang loves to have a variety of side dishes but I love to have one nice main dish Viang's work style is monotasking but mine is multitasking Bian loves to create her own music list, but I click the top 50 or Christian music station. That's me. And if you're familiar with this uh, personality test, like Myers-Briggs type indicator, Bian is ENFP, and I am ISTJ. There is nothing in common. <laughs> and you know, for the first two years, these differences were killing me. Bian would say the same thing. From the beginning of the day, we argued with each other about the, the, what time would be the right time to wake up and have breakfast. I know, some of you nodding your hair, all right, that's so important. I wanted to have a simple and efficient breakfast, like a bowl of cereal, that would be fine, right? So I couldn't wait for Viang, who cooked pancakes and sausage and hash brown potato and decorated them on a nice, beautiful plate. I just need a bowl and spoon. <laughs> as much as we found each other's differences, we pointed our fingers at each other and said, you're wrong. That's not the right way. I wanted to make her be like me, which I thought 
was right. And it became a goal that should be achieved for a happy marriage. After 14 years of marriage, now I know it's an impossible mission. <laughs> but, more precisely, it's the wrong mission for a happy marriage. I can say we are happier and merrier every year. Can I say that? Yeah, okay, all right, all right. Now I can say, all right. We are happier and merrier every year. The key, the key was to replace the word difference with the gift. We try to perceive the differences as a gift from God that makes each other unique and special. As Paul said in verse 7, we accepted each other's differences as gifts from the Spirit. For the common good of our relationship, which is a small list of members. For example, during the holiday season, we hosted some dinner, dinner parties with our friends and colleagues. And Vian decorated our place and the dinner table with her artistic sensibility through the late night. And I woke up earlier to clean up the rest of stuff. While she prepared the main dish, I set the table with utensils and drink and others. So she's a leader, and I'm a supporter, and we are a perfect team. I learned it when I realized that we are differently gifted. In today's passage, Apostle Paul listed various spiritual gifts as evidence of the Holy Spirit, as a fruit of the Holy Spirit. These spiritual gifts should be highlighted and recommended to pursue through their faith journey. However, People recognize it as a difference and prioritize some spiritual gifts over other spiritual gifts. Suppose Paul repeated and highlighted how we are differently gifted through the same spirit in verse 11. So let's read it together, the verse 11. One, two, three. All right, one last time, let's look at each other and check on someone next to you. And do you see how different this person is from me? And try to find the gifts that makes you unique and different. If you can, keep highlighting. And do not be saved to praises when you find their gifts. It is important to know and remember your own spiritual gifts and their spiritual gifts. And I just saw that announcements about starting point, which is a membership class, which is so important. And, and you may have a chance to take this spiritual gifts inventory test. And if you want to know your spiritual gifts by yourself, and you can take that test from, uh, I just create this bit.ly uh, uh, link, bit.ly forward slash UBC spiritual gifts. Then you can find the spiritual gifts test. You know what? It's not enough to know what our spiritual gifts are. They can be part of our, our identity. It's important to use them. That's the reason why God invites us to belong here at Urban Village Church, as it is written in Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Let's read this uh, passage from Romans. 1, 2, 3. 
So we are here to complete God's missions as a perfect team. We have some leaders. We have some supporters. But remember, we are a perfect team. Without you, without your spiritual gifts, we cannot be the perfect team. And when you use your spiritual gifts and become a perfect team, then you will know who you are. In the combination of 99.9% from the same image of God and 0.01% from uniquely received the gifts from God. Amen. So let me close today's masses with a video. It's an old video of Sesame Street. All right, wait, wait, wait. Not yet. All right, all right. So how many of you are familiar with this uh, Sesame Street things? All right, all right. So I should check with this. There are many young folks who never ever saw it. So it's a video of Reverend Jesse Jackson who recited the poem, I Am Somebody, on Sesame Street in 1972. So let's watch it. of these poems are so beautiful and powerful, right? Especially I love the way to address our differences which can be easily noticed. And then highlight our uniqueness by saying I am somebody. Somebody who must be respected, protected, never rejected. Because I am God's child. Of course we are God's children. Loving Urban Village, Heart Power Alone, family and friends, and our online folks. Keep learning who you are by studying and deepening your understanding of God because your 99.9% comes from it. And keep learning who you are by discovering the spiritual gifts that the Spirit only gives to you. And this will make us who we are and who is beautifully created and uniquely gifted. And remember that I am somebody, I'm God's child. We are somebody, we are God's children.